This is Carissa. And this is Simon. And we're Be the Bookworm. Today, we'll be discussing Escape from Atlantis by Kate O'Hearn. The last way that Riley wanted to spend spring break was studying whales on the family sailboat in the middle of the Bermuda Triangle. With only her dad, aunt, and annoying cousin Alfie for company, she is so bored staring at the waves that she's starting to see mermaids between them. But when their boat is capsized during a sudden storm, Riley finds more excitement than she bargained for as she and Alfie are washed ashore with neither of their parents in sight. Where they've been shipwrecked is no deserted island, though. Atlantis is a place beyond imagination, inhabited by both people and incredible creatures, ranging from unicorns and gargoyles to talking animals. But, but, but not everyone welcomes the cousins' arrival. And beneath the wonder of this mythical land lurk dangerous secrets. Something strange is happening to the inhabitants. What Riley wants more than anything is to find her father and go home. But the closer she gets to this goal, the more the islanders seem determined to keep her from reaching it. As Riley and Alfie unravel the mystery of Atlantis and its most terrifying part, the Forbidden Zone, they realize that the clock is ticking. If they can't learn what happened to their parents and find a way off the island soon, it may be too late to leave. So, shall we talk about the cover first? I think we should. So, this is another one of our Alcrate Juniors. So, what often is the case is we get um, interesting and slightly different covers, but this one comes with an additional surprise. So, I don't know if the actual book jacket is like this on standard copies or if it's just for the Alcrate one, but I do like that there are metallic waves. On, inside the book jacket, on the book yeah, itself. on the actual, like, hardback cover. And then, it's on, really pretty. And in the book jacket, there is a beautiful illustration of Riley and her cousin on Atlantis. And it's just a really beautiful illustration. It's it was f- done really well. It was, it's fantastic. They're, they're such fun little surprises. And so we, we really enjoy that as part of the subscription. So when, when this episode airs, we will um, post some of these photos to our Instagram so that you can see it. I don't know that you can get your hands on one of these, but um, just one of those things we, we wanted to share. Uh, Aside from the book, the inside of the book jacket and the hardcover itself being pretty cool, uh, I have to say, I, I really enjoyed the story. So did I. So you read this one first and gave it to me. Why did you think I would like this story? I don't know. It feels like a fun premise to, it feels like a fun premise to change up what you think of Atlantis. Because you think of Atlantis as a city that's under the sea, right? Sure. And this book thinks of it as an island inhabited by mythical creatures, which I think is a good premise. And, and also some, some humans, right? Yeah. So it's a, it is, um, I felt like the author exercised some cool creativity. Um, she clearly, based on the fact that it's very clear that she is the author of the Pegasus series. I think she likes to, to write about mythology. Wouldn't you agree? 
I think I would agree. I don't think I've read the Pegasus series. We haven't read it, um, but I bet I, it's good. I, I enjoyed this one enough that I would probably go and grab other books of hers. What did you think about the relationship between Alfie and Riley? So that was a kind of like in Mir and Hamza. There's bickering, except they're not a brother and sister. They're cousins. Right. Which is, I mean, there's still kind of a bond between cousins. It may not be as close as a sibling bond would be, but it's still pretty remarkably close. It is. Um, And what, did you like the way that she evolved their relationship? I did. I think she wrote that very well. I do too, because it wasn't an overnight change, right? There was still tension in the relationship. Um, but they, they, there, there was some growth that happened there that was fun to, to read about. What else did you like about this book? You know, I really enjoyed the talking animals. Oh yeah. I would say my favorite character is the talking koala. Yes. So I, I forget his name. Um, I also, uh, I, I, So one of the things that I found fascinating about this book is the way that she represents creatures that you think about in a different way. So many of us really enjoy, um, right, mythical creatures. So in this one, she's got some mermaids and unicorns and gargoyles. And it's interesting because I think I was brainwashed by Disney uh, to think of mermaids differently than they are typically represented, right? Mermaids are not um, necessarily beautiful, friendly creatures. Um, they can be a little bit scary. And so these these mermaids are are of the scary variety, although there is one who... Um, is extraordinarily helpful. So it was cool to see the different way that she wrote that character. And I just loved the gargoyle because... The gargoyle was really kind. That was Bastion, right? No, Bastion is the third um, kid. Like he's the one who shows Alfie and Riley around the island. And the koala, I knew it was a food. He is named P. That's right. And he is a really good character. I love the way that she uses talking animals to um, confront biases. Yeah, talking animals and cloaks. Yes. They have different colors of cloak because the animals get steadily more primal. They become more like an animal. I don't want to say insane because that's not really the right word. True. No, that that was a really good description of what kind of happens to the animals. But as they begin to change, right, um, they it's clear that the humans on the island um, separate themselves from them and really look down upon or... um, decide to no longer be associated associated with them that's a good word 
And so there's, um, Riley comes along and clearly, except when it comes to Alfie at the beginning, is, is a character with a fair amount of kindness um, and is able to see beyond um, beyond the dis- the differences and treats them uh, kindly and as I think we all should treat even those who are different from us. But so I really liked that part of the story. Um, the, it really helped develop the storyline, didn't it? it? It did. It did. And then and then there's some twists and turns on this one. So there's a bit about friendship in here, about the growth of relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also triumph over difficult odds. Um, there's the whole protagonist antagonist byplay. Yes. Um, but I, what I really enjoyed um, about the book and the plot was that the twists and turns I didn't always see coming. Yes. And I had a thought about the ending. No spoilers. But it didn't play out... Quite as you expected. Correct. But it has me intrigued for the second book. So the second book in the series is releasing in early January. It's titled Return to Atlantis. Which is not... Uh, I guess that's kind of a spoiler in and of itself, but um, I mean, we, we never mind. There, we we won't talk anymore about that. Um, so, I'm I'm very interested to read um, the second book in the series. Oh, it looks like right now they're saying that it is book two of three. So it looks like maybe we can expect three books in this series, trilogy. which I think will be. It will be interesting to see where she goes from here. And who would you recommend this book to? Oh, that's a great question. So I would say it's another adventure tale. Um, you have a very strong female protagonist. I think hmm, I think if you liked a book that we're going to talk about soon, which is Casper Talk. Um, I think if you like that one, that would be, um, this would be a good one for that. Yeah, um, I think it would be right up your alley. Yeah, I, I think I would be aware we- for parents um, that there are some creatures in here that if you have a, a particularly sensitive child, you might be careful about this book because um, it could give them nightmares. The unicorns, while um, magical, uh, are very much... They're kind of, protectors of the border between the Forbidden Zone they're, and they're, where the less primal creatures of the island live. Yeah. So, so the unicorns are more violent than you might expect from your unicorn stereotype. Right. So um, who do you think? So maybe not the youngest of the young for this one. Um, are there other book series that you can think, think of that are like this? Fans of Rick Riordan. Oh, that's a great um, comparison. Yes, I agree. And Rick Riordan presents books because those tend to be as action-packed as this. Okay. And I do think that potentially, if you're a fan of a book like 
The Train to Impossible Places. Which I haven't read yet. Which you haven't read, but I recommend you read. Okay. Uh, that one's a really good one. And if you enjoyed it, you might enjoy Escape from Atlantis. That's most of the recommendations I have. Well, I think that's a great place to get started. We've at least given you a few other titles to think about. So. I think that's about it for this episode, unless you have anything you'd like to add. Nope, except to say thanks for listening. All right. We will see you in the next episode. This is Carissa. And this is Simon. And we're Be the Bookworm. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you are enjoying this as much as we are. Don't forget to follow us on your preferred podcast app. You can send us your feedback through our Instagram at Be the Bookworm Podcast. Don't forget to follow over there for updates on what we're reading and announcements whenever a new episode comes out. Thanks again from Be the Bookworm. <laughs>